Do you want to be free and fearless? Of course you do. This is a podcast for ambitious women who want to stop settling and start growing. I'm your host, Lydia, a blogger, course creator, and business owner. And I'm here to help you build a badass blogging business, create unlimited freedom and income, and be bold and unapologetic. Join me for weekly episodes on anything related to business and blogging, life design and financial independence, and personal growth and mindset. So let's push through our fears, align to our vision, and be the boss. Hey, and welcome to episode 2 of the Free and Fearless podcast. You'll now learn the steps you can take to find a business idea and turn it into a profitable venture whilst you're working full-time. All this can happen in your free time and without any prior experience in digital business. But make sure you don't skip a step as each of these is a stepping stone to doing things right and actually making money as an online business owner. I'm choosing this topic out of so many others I can cover for the second episode of the podcast because people constantly contact me and whether it's to ask for blogging advice, coaching, personal development, content creation, or else, I see they usually lack this. They aren't sure how to turn their passion into an actual online business. Or maybe they're passionate about many things, but aren't sure which of these can be turned into something serious, profitable, and which provides value to others. Many of my core students, for example, are already bloggers, influencers, or coaches, or freelancers, but they don't really know the business part of it. They aren't sure what's the difference between doing something online as a hobby and then earning a bit from it and having clients and actually becoming a business owner and doing the real work. So I will now cover the main elements of an online business regardless of the model you choose. Each of these is important and skipping a step might mean you won't be able to grow or maintain your business. Especially now with the pandemic, it's more necessary than ever to not just do random things online, but actually create something sustainable, recession-proof. That might mean evergreen content, entering another niche, making your business more flexible, or providing a different kind of service, or packaging your knowledge and creating digital products. There's a lot we can do. For now, let's just see what it takes to actually start a real online business. All the things I'm about to share with you today can be found in a checklist I created for you. If you go to letsreachsuccess.com slash businessplan, you can grab it. Okay, so phase one of starting a business. Find a profitable business idea. The first step is to find a good idea to work on. You'll be investing a lot of time, possibly money and effort in it. So make sure you're working on something that has real potential to earn you passive income to allow you to quit your job and do it full-time, to provide value and use your skills and talents. Now, there's a chance you might already have plenty of ideas, all in different niches, and you aren't sure which one is the right one for you. Another possibility is that you have no idea what you could do that can turn into an online business. In both cases, answering these questions will allow you to come up with the right online business idea in no time. What are your skills? If you want to learn how to start an online business, you need to know what you are good at first. 
Here, strengths are more important than weaknesses, so list them down now. What are you passionate about? You want to combine this with what you're good at. Is it profitable? Next, you need to make sure you are entering a niche that has enough potential. Check out competitors and study their websites. Look at the categories they cover on their blog, read some of their blog posts. Try to find out how they are making money. It could be through selling digital products, having ads on the site, affiliate marketing, or offering services like freelancing and coaching. It's often a combination of all of these. Most online business owners, especially bloggers, earn from partnering with brands too, but that's often in the form of regular content on their blog or social media, so you can't figure it out right away. Then head to Amazon to see if people are buying products related to your business idea. Continue your research on Google where you can learn how to make money in that niche, how much others are already earning, and what customers are saying in their reviews. And here's the next question you need to answer. What problem are you solving? At the heart of every business is a problem, and with all you do, you are trying to solve it. So define the main problem your target audience has and how your online business will try to solve it. So this was phase one. Phase two is all about launching your website and building your brand. Once you know your niche and have an idea of what kind of online business you are going to start, like freelancing, blogging, e-commerce or else, it's time to build your platform. Having your own website is crucial. It's the only place on the web that you can fully control and it's where you build your brand, get traffic and teach people all you know. No matter how much your business grows over the years and how many monetization methods you try, your website will always be there at the heart of your business. Now, if you know nothing about starting a website, that's perfectly fine. The technical aspect of this shouldn't scare you. Here's how it looks like in a nutshell. A website consists of a domain name, that's the name of your site or blog, which you can think of right now. A hosting provider, the company that provides the server allowing you to serve content online. And a content management system like WordPress, which is the software allowing you to do all that other bloggers are doing with their websites, such as creating and promoting content, building an email list, selling things, and so much more. To build a website, you need to get a domain name, host your site with a reputable company, and install WordPress. I actually have a free step-by-step guide, and the link to that and all other resources I mentioned today can be found in that checklist I created for you specially for this episode. You can grab it at letsreadsuccess.com slash businessplan. That's one word. And you'll see all the steps and tips in one place. The next aspect of your online business is branding. Now, that's a big topic and there are so many things to cover about it and I'm sure I'll have plenty of episodes focused only on growing your brand, but let me just mention a few key things. So, everyone online and in life has a personal brand, whether they're aware of that or not. Your online presence is the broader term and it consists of everything you do online. All your actions, the roles you play, the information you share, the interactions, these shape who you are in the eyes of other people. 
If you want to be taken seriously, connect with influencers, find prospects for your business or get hired as a freelancer, you need to take control of your personal brand. Personal branding means marketing yourself as a brand. And the good news is you can always do something to improve it. A website is the foundation of an online business and all you're trying to achieve online. So every design element on your site, image you use, article you publish, update you make, feature you add, and monetization method you test becomes part of how you're perceived. To do that right and make people connect with your brand, you need to define it clearly and then make sure it's consistent. Here's what I mean by that. One of the mistakes those just starting out in business make is not having a clear definition of who they are and what they do. But how can you position yourself in a crowded niche if you yourself can't summarize that in 30 seconds? You need to be recognizable, to have a unique value proposition, to tell your target audience what they want to hear so that they can be sure you're the person to do business with, and to also keep it short and sweet. The brand identity is first formed in your mind. Feel free to ask friends for ideas, get feedback, research your competitors, find out what you can do better and go do it by adding a personal touch so you can stand out. Meanwhile, don't forget to truly grasp the why behind the brand you're trying to create. If you don't do that early on, your business journey will take much longer. Here's some things to do about your brand. Use the same colors throughout your site, images, products, etc. Use a free tool like Canva to create all kinds of graphics for your brand. Articles with images get 94% more views, that's crazy. Create a logo and a tagline for your blog to stand out. Write an amazing about page sharing your story, what you wrote about, who you can help and why. Be on every social media channel where your dream client or reader is and get active. That's a way to connect with your audience and other business owners to build a following and create brand awareness. Make professional photos of yourself and add them to your website and social media. Once you have some clients or even blog readers and email subscribers, ask them for feedback and display these testimonials on your website to build trust. Now, all elements of your brand must align with the big idea behind it the content you create and share, the product you sell, and the person you are. Brand consistency leads to brand recognition and ultimately, brand differentiation. A mistake many bloggers make when it comes to their brand identity is that they change directions too often. That confuses their readers and people stop paying attention at some point. There's a reason why some of the biggest and most successful brands in the world have stuck to one logo and one slogan for decades. Once you get into your readers' heads, you want to keep it like that and only give them more of what your brand has to offer. Moving on to phase three of building an online business, content creation and marketing. So you've laid the foundation by choosing an idea and building a website. So far, so good. Let's now add a blog to it and start creating content. I can't stress enough how important content is to your overall business strategy. No matter what your niche is, you need to create content in multiple ways. That's blog posts, detailed guides, video and social media posts, podcasts and courses. Repurposing content is easy as once you've published a blog post, you can easily turn that into a series of emails, a free ebook for your subscribers to download, 
many social media posts, a quick video or else. I'll dive deeper into the topic of content creation in another episode, but for now just keep putting out content consistently. You need to be on the platform that feels right for your business to make sure you are publishing each piece with your dream client in mind and even create a publishing schedule and stick to it so your audience can always know when to expect updates. As a blogger, that might mean one long-form article weekly and one email to your subscribers, but make it a good one. As an influencer, that might be five Instagram posts a week and daily stories. As a coach trying to grow your business, you can publish content both on your blog, Instagram or anywhere else where your dream client is spending time online. In all these cases, you're teaching, you're providing value for free and creating the content your people need to learn. Usually, it's the basics of the categories you cover, while your paid offers, such as one-on-one coaching or digital products, are where you show people some advanced strategies or give them an actual program to follow that will guarantee them results. Now, what about promoting that content? Well, one of the biggest mistakes content creators make is publishing something and waiting for things to happen. But that can be discouraging, especially in the early days. There won't be any blog traffic, social media followers, email subscribers, revenue or comments. But you still need to show up every week and publish something valuable. You also need to spread the word about it. Luckily, there are so many ways to do it, even for free, and over time, you'll find the ones that really give you results so you can do more of them. Getting better at marketing and sales is crucial for your business. But don't worry if you aren't good at this now. You'll learn as you go. Once your website is up and running and you're creating content for your audience regularly, you can start learning more about marketing. For a start, promoting your content is key as you want traffic that can then turn into leads for your business. You can do that by optimizing your articles for search engines so they can rank high for keywords and get clicks. Part of SEO is also getting backlinks to your site and mentions on other sites. You can do that by creating awesome content, mentioning influencers in your niche and then letting them know. If your guide is truly unique, they might share it with their readers. You can exchange links with blogs of similar size, create linkable assets such as infographics and guest posts on other platforms and here are some examples for content promotion on social media. Share every blog post on every social media channel and use hashtags and the right descriptions. Make sure you create a different kind of post for each platform though. I mean, you can't use the same text, visual and other details for Twitter and Facebook. Each channel has its own audience and they like their content in a certain way. So for Pinterest, for example, create a beautiful graphic, give it an optimized description so it can rank and pin it to your most relevant board. Also, for each social media platform, create a different graphic to go with a post. Use Canva.com to do it in the right size, quickly and by choosing one of the many templates they offer. And don't just post this once and forget it. No! Each blog post can turn into multiple Twitter quotes, IG stories and posts, a Facebook live, have different pin designs for each article and add them to different boards while testing descriptions and hashtags. You can also consider paid advertising such as Facebook ads. Influencer marketing is another thing that can lead to a lot of traffic and sales, but it might cost you a lot. I can keep going, but you get the point. Spend even more time promoting content than you do creating it. 
and hear the next steps of turning all this into an actual business. Register your business. How do you start an online business in your country? That's something you'll need to think about once your website is launched, once you've built the foundation of your brand and have started making your first money. Registering an online business is an easy process, but you need to follow the rules of your country. In the free business plan I mentioned, I provide a link to an article where I explain how to do that if you're in the US. You can find it at letsreadsuccess.com slash businessplan. That's one word. I reside in the Netherlands though and had to visit the local chamber of commerce to register my business. I then hired an accountant to take care of my finance for a reasonable monthly fee. From then on, I simply had to create proper invoices for my blogging business and every client and pay my taxes whenever I was notified. Once I registered my business and paid a small fee, I also received a company number and a VAT number, which I then included in all my invoices and other documents. Which brings us to the next point. Manage your finances. Now, even if you work with an accountant, which I highly recommend, you'll still need to take care of the money your business earns, even if it's not much at the beginning. I suggest making a budget, creating a PayPal business account, making a separate business bank account, adding a savings account to it and saving your money for taxes there. Some other legal things to take care of include having a privacy policy, disclaimer and terms of service on the site. Templates for these can be found online and even for free. You can also use contracts with sponsors and other clients. The photos and graphics you use should be royalty free. For that, head to sites like Pexels, Pixabay and Unsplash. You can also purchase quality stock photos and use them freely on your website and I'm gonna add links to my favorite stock photo sites in the free business plan. Last but not least, display your contact information in visible places on your website. Next, track your success. To grow a new online business, you first need to track your key metrics and see what works and what doesn't. So install Google Analytics and get to know your top traffic sources and your audience. You get to see all kinds of data about your traffic and the behavior of website visitors, as well as compare it to how it was before. Knowing your top pages and what brings people to your site is also valuable information. Another tool by Google that website owners must use is Google Search Console. There you can check indexing status, understand why your blog performs well, see if it's mobile-friendly and monitor spam issues and much more. In addition, any other platform you use will likely provide a dashboard with stats and detailed reports. This includes Pinterest or any other social media you're using and where you've created a business profile. ConvertKit or any other email marketing software, your hosting provider and anything else. Log into each on a weekly basis and check and compare numbers. If something isn't improving, ask yourself why and what you can tweak. Starting and growing an online business is a never-ending series of creating, experimenting and updating things. You should enjoy the process as you are trying to build something that will make you money and provide value forever. Now you know what the initial stages look like. Keep improving your skills, take courses and learn from experts. There are so many strategies you need to test so you can find out what works best for you and your audience. Once you do, you can earn six figures as an online entrepreneur, be location independent and replace your job income with your online business income. 
So I know if you're new to this, all that information can be overwhelming. That's why I turned it into an easily digestible checklist, which you can grab at letsreadsuccess.com slash businessplan. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave a review on iTunes and definitely send me a DM on Instagram at letsreadsuccess to let me know what you think and ask any question you have about online business. Thanks for tuning in this week and I'll see you in the next episode.